Hello everyone and happy new year. It's WDW happy hour here. I am Catherine. I am here with my fellow podcast members, Matt. Hello. You're using your NPR voice this morning. Am I? Yeah, am I like cool? Am I chill? softer? I'm chiller. I'm, yeah. That's hey, a chiller 2023. Um, Scott's here. Hello. And Rob's here. Greetings. Um, we have a fun first episode of the year for you. Um, and we're going to start as we always do. Matt, you look like you have something to say. No, not at all. Did you want to say the episode number? No. Okay, cool. Do you? No, no, I don't. Um, I did. You, you did. Um, so, Scott, we're going to start with topping it off. You've got it for the first one of 2023, so it better be a good one. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure to let you down in that respect. Uh-oh. But, um, <laughs> why, why start now? Why, yeah, why, why turn over a new leaf this year? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is from Docking Bay 7 over at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, this is the Takodana Quencher, and if you recall, Takodana was the uh, planet that Mas Kanata Com- was on. Oh, of course, we all remember that. That was the character played by Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, big, big head. Big goggles. Big goggles. Big goggle head. Uh, and this is a Bacardi Dragonberry Rum Blue Curacao Simply Orange with Pineapple and Kiwi. <laughs> 1650, but you get a full size glass Ooh. and it's got the good ice. What color is it? It is green. Oh, like a sea green. Okay, it will tear a hole directly in your stomach. Stomach lining, lining. oh, yes. for sure. This actually, acidic th- there's a chance. No, no, that was that was May where I had the interaction. I was gonna say, I thought, I think I may have had this before I had heartburn, but it's not, it's a different time. <laughs> um, so we're, we're good there. Um, but you know, another fruity beverage, sweet. Yeah. But did you, you gotta, mobile order this? Or, I don't. Or did you get it with like a meal? No, I did mobile order because we mobile ordered and then I, I had this with the, uh, little nugs that we had okay. outside when we sat outside of Dahlia oh, okay. Bay 7 at night. They tip yet? What's <laughs> that? that? Oh, the tip yet. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. believe it's the tip yet. Um, oh, very interesting. I feel like I didn't really pay attention that that's what you had, but now that you say it, I semi remember. Very good, very good. Um, Rob, we're kicking it to you. We've got a lot of news to start. All right, buckle in, people. Let's buckle up. Buckle up. All right, so I, as I said, we're going to go through some of the less meteor items just to kind of tell people if they rely on us for getting the actual news. Um, but then there's some more meaty topics that we'll probably discuss. I know I rely on us for the news because Uh, I find out so much when I come here and listen to Rob talk about it. Sometimes Rob does a good job of aggregating from like a bunch of sources that like it's like I I feel like I always see it's I I follow WDWNT on Instagram and that's how I get all my news and I think Rob does a little bit better than just yeah, I mean, I'm not. Stories. I don't have my ear to like the Disney Twitter verse, and like, oh. I feel like you definitely do. So I do. I, we joke about that, but yeah, I do kind of get my news from yeah from this. For, for me, if and I Matt it, definitely does. Well, I mean, Matt's not even sure the parks are still open. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. Yeah, no, I, I I think like if I don't see it on the handful of subreddits that I follow, then I don't know about it. I I don't really delve into news outlets otherwise you trust rob to bring us the the stuff yeah it's a real lazy uh, uh form of information gathering on my part but <laughs> that's quite all right well that's good then maybe other people um are in the same boat so um disney announced their schedule for the 2023-24 run disney events and i the only reason i'm bringing this up is they've done this in the past um there is 
and this has been within the Run Disney community, um, a big point of contention or wanting. Um, they're bringing back the Disneyland Half Marathon weekend, yeah. which is exciting for those on the West Coast or people that want to go out there. So, and it, they changed it. So it typically used to be September, uh, Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So now it's the weekend after the Walt Disney World full marathon. Oh, so in January? So 24, it's going to be January 3rd through the 7th in World, January 11th through the 14th in Land. This is for 2024 or 2023? 2024. Okay. Yeah, a year from now. Okay. Yep. Wow. And that's the only race they announced out there. What did they use? Did they they did a Star Wars one because they used to do the Kessel Run. You could get the Kessel Run if you did both Star Wars themed races. Um, Interesting, they dropped. Now that I'm saying Star Wars, they dropped that from the themes. So they have the Wine and Dine in November 23. Mm hmm. The full marathon weekend in 24, the Disneyland half in 24, the princess, and then the springtime surprise, which is in April in 24. So that's new, right? That's a new... That is new. They're doing it this year. Okay. But they haven't announced the theme. Okay. And like what the medals will be in? Correct. Okay. I I don't... I haven't seen seen it. Um, You know, the, the interesting, as you say this about them moving the date for the Disneyland half... That, to me, I, I would have considered doing, you know, the coast to coast again. But if I had to run the marathon in Disney World one weekend and then the half marathon second. That is brutal. That is brutal. Yeah. Because now you have to, like, recover from the marathon or a half marathon, if that's what you want to do in, in Disney World, and then immediately turn around and do another one. After traveling. Yeah. After yeah. also traveling. Rough. Yeah. It's really rough. <laughs> And these, yeah, these things aren't easy either. As in, I'll just fly in and run the rate. You know, you got to go to Expo. Well, that you got to get registration. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So, but it's good that it was a different experience out there. So, um, and maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to make it two separate groups of people that do them rather than have people do both of them. I I mean, that's entirely possible. Yeah. There's no mention if they're. if they're do oh there is sorry it, it well the article it sounds like it's speculation it says the return of the disneyland half also means a return of the run disney coast to coast challenge mm-hmm. um so all right uh next one so, uh, so disney is bringing they they uh, it, i misspoke they're not bringing back the the dining plan uh but they brought back a promo card for dining and it's a hefty it's a pretty decent um discount so what what it is is based on room category and the number of nights they are supplying up to a 750 dollars promo card that you could use for food and beverage at select locations which is probably all the disney owned um Mm -hmm. restaurants so, so this they, is. Do they just literally give you like a gift card, or yeah. does it just yeah, get they, credited on your? No, they said they're going to email uh, an e gift card to you. Interesting. Yeah. So this is for bookings June twenty fifth through September fourteenth of this year. Um, this is the most. So like to give you an idea, they have for arrivals July one through the fifteenth and August first through September fourteenth. Values get fifty dollars per night. Moderates get a hundred dollars per night, and deluxes get a hundred and fifty per night. Wow. Now the thing is, this is per room. 
So family of four is getting the same amount as a single or yeah. a double. Yeah. So you could really, a couple could really make out well Maximize. with this. Yeah. Yeah. The value. Um, and there's no restrictions on things like alcohol or. I doubt it. I doubt because it. Because it's imagine. a gift it card. Be, right. Yeah. 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 You, once you have the money, you have yeah. the money. Yeah. yeah. As long as they're, I'm trying to think, I think they said maybe the, the swan and dolphins won't be included. So probably like the Disney owned ones. That doesn't like surprise me. Maybe, maybe not have the Patino ones. No, I wouldn't either. The... I'm assuming if they accept Disney gift cards now, they will be a participant. So I know you can't use a gift card at El Molino El or... Uh, no, what about Disney Springs uh, locations? Most... Is it kind I, of... There's very few that I think don't accept Disney gift cards. I'm trying to think... Maybe there are Because I typically use so. gift cards, so I'm trying to think off the top of my head what wouldn't qualify... But you think they, most of them would? I would, yeah. That's cool. Like a Splitsville takes... I almost, no, now I'm starting to doubt myself. I, I know, know. There are all. a few down there that are owned by, like, Petit, like um, doesn't Patino and Maria Nenzo's? But even then, I think you could still use them. Okay. Like a homecoming. Oh, yeah, I think that's it, true. So the long and short of it is if you're planning on taking advantage of this, then, you know, maybe do a little bit of extra research on it for those Disney yeah. Springs... Uh, just so locations. you're not planning on using it. And then, and then you're blindsided the day yeah. of, and you're like, oh, okay. Huh. Should have made a different reservation. But uh, it's interesting that there was speculation that they were struggling moving summer vacations, and this is a pretty big indication. Ooh, this, is, really. this feels good. This feels good right here. I, I feel like we're at the top of the slide right now. We're the about inflection to, point. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think this says a lot. <laughs> yeah, um... I think, I'm I sure think there's more. Too. I think I think there's more news kind of in that vein too. Um, okay, so let me see here. Let me jump around. Um, jump around. Had <laughs> <laughs> um, a feeling you were gonna do that. <laughs> um, we got a new. Um, I want to. I want to call this correctly before I say it. Chairman of the board. Okay. So it was previously Susan Arnold. Um, was she GE a GM? I think she was GM, the CEO GM. So now it's this guy, um, Mark Parker, who's been a director since 2016. He's executive chairman of Nike. So he's the independent, so he will succeed Susan Arnold as independent chairman following annual meeting of shareholders. Hmm. So I think this is just more in the lines of, uh, Changing up yeah. things. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe a, it. A full clean slate but as to... Susan Arnold kind of the one that like recruited Iger? Yes. She was, and she was also found to be a bit instrumental in that changeover. However, it's it's all optics of like out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. Anyone that was there during the JPEG era has a bit of a, a stink. The JPEG <laughs> stink on them. Um, he's also going to chair a newly created succession planning committee of the oh. board hmm. focused on. So there's speculation this guy's on the short list of potential. Um, potential. Yeah. I don't know how well his reign at Nike has been or mm -hmm. his reputation. Yeah. But um, just more changes. So I'll bring up this point as it relates to the board and stuff. So. There is this ongoing um, proxy fight 
to get a outside investor on the board. So there's this guy, Nelson Peltz, P-E-L-T-Z, mm -hmm. um, that I guess you could call him an activist investor. So they buy, and he runs a, a, a investing group called Tryon, T-R-I-A-N, mm -hmm. um, where they go invest in companies that they think are being poorly managed, hmm. uh, try and get a, a seat on the board and you know go about making changes. So he launched, um, he owns a, a giant share or this, this investing you know, arm, owns a giant portion of shares. So he launched a website called RestoreTheMagic.com. That's the exact name. Um, and if people are bored or just want to check this out. So he released a, um, I think it's 36, yeah, 36 slide presentation, PowerPoint presentation. Oh going over all the, it's very financially driven, saying they way overpaid for for Fox and mm -hmm. the debt is killing them, um, which they, they've they done nothing with that stuff. I know. Right? Yeah, other, other than throwing like, some panels yeah, at D23. Or like putting the Simpsons on, on Disney, okay, yeah. that's, I mean, cool and all, but like, they haven't done much, but there's an interesting thing as it relates to the parks, which kind of is our thing, right? So it's the last slide, second to last slide in this. And it says, we fear Disney is quote unquote over earning in domestic parks to subsidize streaming losses. He, he gives slides, operating income, or um, charts, operating income, yada, yada. But then at the bottom, there's this little blurb. And I was like, this is exactly what we've been saying. So it says, Disney may believe that price increases and quote-unquote nickel and diming of cast members and other costs is good for the bottom line. However, we suspect it is short-term thinking that puts the brand value and long-term health of the business at risk. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, actually what we said. Literally what we said. Yeah. Yeah, so um, just very interesting uh, that this guy... So there's this whole proxy fight that he wants a, a board seat. It, it, it seems like Iger has basically told him, go take a hike. Yeah. Um, wants nothing to do with it. But you can't, he lays out like the success other companies have had um, where they've invested heavily and, and gone board seats. And it's hard to argue with, with some of the numbers. Hmm. So. I recognize the name. Yeah. And his and my pop culture brain was spinning and I was like, I wonder if he is and he is. His daughter is married to uh the Beckham's oldest son. So Posh and Victor or Posh and David are his daughter's in laws. Oh yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn Beckham is married to Nicola Peltz. P Nicola Peltz is his daughter. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they were they were <laughs> How old is she then? She's a model. She's young. I mean, she's in her 20s. He's old. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I suspect that Iger isn't necessarily opposed to the thinking here, but he just retook the position and doesn't need an activist investor bugging him about, you know, how he's running the business. Yeah. I mean, that just sounds like, it, you know, it's, 
it's putting handcuffs on him that he doesn't need. I'm, that would be my guess if he's if he's not amenable to yeah the board I, board member. It'll be interesting to see if they start selling off some of this stuff. I I could see them. I I mean the the Fox thing. It, it it seems bad at this point until they. His big thing was he also mentioned that they're under investing in the parks. That's he's true. got a big concern there. I just think it's it's funny of being like restore the magic because it almost like it implies that that his organ he and his organization I mean Nelson Peltz and the Triang Group um, have like a uh, a not opportunistic based on money like investment in this it's almost like they're being like we really care about the company it's like no you don't like you're you're trying to like it's it you know it's self-serving to do this but you're trying to like drum up that like you know uh customer sentiment it's kind of car salesman and gross but whatever yeah i mean this is all about maximizing <laughs> the return on investment yeah. so no offense oh. to car salesmen. I meant like the used car salesman archetype. Yeah, plaid jackets. <laughs> what was the? Uh, did you ever see the? This is completely off ta- off it, um, off topic. The uh, Jeremy Piven. Ugh. Oh no! <laughs> Where I he plays it. Yeah, what is that called? It's called. Is like it the goods or something? The like goods, <laughs> and it's there's a there's a dumb uh, subtitle on it. It's like the goods sell sell hard or something. No, I have not because it's I. It's actually not that bad. Yeah, but you you. I'm a piven head. You're a piven guy. <laughs> you're a piven <laughs> guy. All right. So with all of that said, <laughs> we got a ton of news as it relates to the parks with changes. Dates confirmed, so we thought, let's go through some of these. So first one, we have an opening date for Happily Ever After returning. Okay. So this is April 3rd, 2023. So Disney Enchantment will have its final offering April 2nd. Gone gone forever. Not running concurrently, right? This is... That is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And it says the updated show will feature all new... Projections down Main Street USA using the new projectors installed for the 50th anniversary. They're they're good. They're fun. Yeah, this is good. This is very good. This is, uh, but but this is them listening to people. Yeah, yeah, people that like enchantment. All right, right now, off just uh, off the cuff. How long do you think it will be to spend an evening at Magic Kingdom? Oh my god. Over over a year, under a year. Well, it depends. Um I assume that once and we're gonna get to this, um, once we once Tron opens, um, and depending on the reservation system, if I have a reservation for the evening, that is probably going to dictate the next time I will spend an evening at the Magic Kingdom. That's fair. And then if I'm already there, I'll probably be like, oh well. I might as well do the nighttime spectacular as well because I'm here, so I might as well kill two. Because I think the them. last time I was in Magic Kingdom in the evening, it was probably for Halloween. I don't remember the last time I was Magic Kingdom in a non-Halloween setting. That would have been 2019. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I, again, it's going to be like it. It's the I wouldn't go there specifically for Happily Ever After. Like there would have to be something else. Like. If I had a Tron pass for you, that time. If I, when I see this, it'll be from the contemporary or <laughs> Polynesian, most likely. Fair enough. That would be... Yeah, I've seen it from the Polynesian way more often than I've seen it from the actual park. 
I've only seen it from the park once. I've never seen it from the park. Yeah. Have you ever seen Happily it? Happily Ever After? Yeah. I can't. I think I Because usually we're like, let's get to the buses. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not going to want to do this anytime within the first few months of this coming back so either. The, so I don't have my calendar, right? So the first, this is midweek. The April, third? Yes. So I'm, I'm doing a long-winded segue here. Sure. <laughs> Oh, um, is it So it's Monday? a Monday. Yeah. It's a Monday, right? Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see because now pass holders will don't have to make a reservation um, if they want to visit any of the parks after 2 p.m. on the weekdays. So the only exception to this is Saturdays and Sundays at Magic Kingdom Park. So I could see pass holders flooding that park that day me too i would not be surprised if well i guess the other part is they haven't announced when that starts right oh good point so they could say it starts on the week after easter because they'll probably be busy because that that, that's the week prior to easter yes yeah so they could say april 17th you can (laughs) you can do that after the easter crowd and the i'm also thinking if they decide so i i think some of this, they knew Universal was announcing a bunch of stuff, and they they have Super Mario or Super Nintendo. What what is the? It's called they, Super Nintendo World. Is that what it is? Okay, Super yeah. Nintendo World opening. So I I know they know that's coming. They're going to be getting a lot of press. So I think Disney was like, okay, we made this decision. But I'm thinking too, like the back office of computer systems and. Right? I mean, it's a disaster now, so now they have to change all that programming to allow you in, <laughs> which is not in place right to the sure today. Not, so yeah. I- I'm thinking that's also a reason um, why the delay or... Yeah, we didn't get an immediate date for that. Yeah. It's just one guy, and he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so so the, the quote said, uh, it, this is a statement from Disney, while the... The theme park reservation system remains important to manage attendance in our parks, especially on busier days. We realize our pass holders enjoy more spontaneous visits, and this change will make that possible. I mean, a true true story. Matt and I are going down this next week. We'll be there. And I was looking... I mean, I, I don't really... Like, I'm not like I used to be that, like, I have to eat at a certain place because it's... Like, we go a lot, so it's like, okay, well, we like to eat here. So I was looking at places, and something came up. I believe it was either it was something in Hollywood Studios. It was either Brown Derby or Mama Melrose. And I was like, I'm not going to even pick that, because then I have to make a reservation, and if there's not one, then I'm just going to be annoyed. So, like, it has changed my behavior of what I'm picking, that, like, if it means going to Disney Springs versus the theme parks, I'd rather just go to Disney sure. Springs. Yeah. If all we want to do is really eat, which we do. <laughs> so. For sure. This will be good for that. This will be think really so. good for that. Yeah. So, okay. Some more changes. Um, and th- these are all positives. So now they're saying if you buy Genie Plus, you will su- it will soon include Disney Photo Pass images taken at attractions in Walt Disney World. So... You know, we're not talking huge change, but it's kind of like, all right, a little hand-me-out um, <laughs> yeah. that's coming coming back. And then speaking of saving more money, 
Um, they are going to resume complimentary parking at its resort hotels. That's huge. So effective January 10, 2023, uh, Walt Disney World will stop charging guests for overnight parking. will offer complimentary parking to its hotel guests. Currently, they're charging between 15 and 25 per night for parking. That's a significant savings. And this this change was uh, happened in 2018. And this, uh, Catherine uh, pointed this out that this only, I was kind of insulated by this because the only time we stayed during this change, we stayed under DVC and DVC wasn't being charged for parking. This only applies to um, non DVC resort stays. Um, And, you know, a lot of people when this happened, it felt very nickel and dimed as they kind of should, but. I think this is a step in the right direction. So there's been a handful of times where I rented a car, mm-hmm. paid for a room, river, trying to think Riverside perhaps or French Quarter. Um, I know Caribbean Beach the one time. I never paid. For, I never I paid for parking. They don't it, I, I didn't do anything you. illegal. Yeah, no, I they don't even re- ask you if you have a car anymore, do they? No. So what I would do is I would do online check-in, mm-hmm. right? I would have my magic band and when i would get to the security gate i would use the magic ho- band. the hotel guest yeah scan it lets in. You in there was nothing like on the online well, check-in asking if you're parking it's or, not going to be the guard that asks you if you're parking well i thought like okay they could add to your reservation or something you know? i don't i i think that's a front desk like do you have a car but i they used to back in the day give you like a little like placard, placard yeah. to put mm. in your front yes, window and I they don't that. do that anymore Correct. no it's been years since and, i've seen that come on they've got enough land down there they can afford to let all their hotel guests park <laughs> for freaking free yes for freaking free so what so i think where what i'm going for in this is it's a nice public pr thing but are they losing that much I doubt you it. know because unless somebody was going to the front desk and be like, <laughs> "Sir, oh, I have a car. <laughs> yeah, like, please I, charge me." You know right. there were people who do it. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I didn't see this on my bill. Oh yeah, oh. or like people like my mom who don't want to get towed, and it's like, <laughs> I have a car here. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, I, and if you don't know right. the property to like, I'm thinking of somewhere like Coronado. There's no way they're checking the cars <laughs> at Coronado. That place is huge now no. like somewhere like the boardwalk maybe they're looking at the cars because that's a smaller spot it's only those two lots yeah but like i just think that like if you are like a regular and you know like there's no way they're looking at this yeah, yeah difficult to enforce yeah um what do we have left oh two, so two more i think we're almost through all these oh boy um <laughs> so back to back to nighttime shows we probably should have done this at the same time so Happily Ever After returning, and Harmonious will have its final present of performance on April 2nd as well. And the return of Epcot Forever will be the next day. The next day. Can you believe that? No. It's really weird. No bar. I, I think the other part is the barges yes, are gone. That is correct. We called this immediately. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. This is such an expensive mistake. Yes. This, do you know, those barges are hardcore. Like, those are not little temporary things. Those are about as permanent as you can freaking get. And they are, Rob and I were doing the math, less than two years, right? Or a yeah, year and a half. It, it, um, year. Harmonious debuted October 1st, 2021. 
I'm just thinking about like the technology R and D expense right now? because like those freaking moving robotic arms, like with the water coming out, the projections on the water while they're moving, and like the, the physical barges. J- yeah, and then and then not just like the physical like to develop them, of which they would have had to do like multiple prototypes and stuff. Like it had to cost so much. Not to mention the like cost per performance. Of all of the materials that goes into it, like it is, it is staggering. I if it's possible to find that information somewhere. No, never. That's totally proprietary. That's I mean, like Netflix giving out their streaming numbers. No way. Yeah, I, well, you, right. You're talking millions. I mean, between just the salaries of Imagineers that came up with this. Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't even touch on the people. <laughs> like the that expense. It's so much. You, money. you wonder if. Um, Like, this is two misses for two nighttime things. Oh, row, yes. Right? What's the first one? Uh, Enchantment. Enchantment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A- another right. one that didn't last. That so, was 2020, right? Because that was the 50th. Or no. No. It was for the 50th. Right. But it was 2021 what? that it... Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. So, what's going on? Is is this just... Who's, who's screwing this up? I, think, I, I have too much faith in Imagineering that's Imagineering. Yeah. Well, it's, my thought here is that Harmonious's problem wasn't the show. It was all of the stuff that went along. Yeah, it was the it. physical. But the show was fine. Like, the music was good. Yeah. You know, if you had, if you could just drag this stuff out the way that they used to drag that globe that out, globe, yeah. you know, it would have been fine. But the fact that it was sitting there all day and mucking up the mm-hmm. sight lines and stuff like that, that's what ruined it. But the music was was good. I, I, liked, have, I liked Harmo. I liked the concept of the um, Disney songs being sung. Yeah, I did too. Languages. I thought it was I a good show. I thought that was show. a cool, I guess, shtick. Um, I have a, I have a prediction. Okay. I think Illuminations is coming back. Really? Yeah, really? I do. Yeah, they, they, I do. I do. Could they just modernize it? Could they yes, just do like I think, a better I think you'll have new elements. Like it'll be like, it used to be. The song was great though. I love the song. Yeah, but th- that'll be the part they keep. It'll be like the, like they'll do like the kites and the drone. Like they'll do all the things they tried to do with Epcot Forever that kind of were yeah. meh. Have you seen any of oh, the. It's fair. They need to cut out that 10 minute like interlude of just boringness. Yeah. Um, Do you think the like, globe still exists? Great question. Well, see, but I that's something they could. Down. That's something they could. I think it exists probably somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something they could invest in, right? New lighting and new pro- like. Yeah. yeah. It it was a little. I mean, especially comparing it to like modern shows and technology, the 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 images on the globe were a little difficult to see. I'm like, oh, I guess that's a horse galloping yeah. across yeah. the world or whatever. I do think, okay, so the original Illuminations ran from from September of 99 to September of 2019. It was a 20-year run, but it replaced Illuminations 98. So there was a prior iteration of Illuminations, which I think they will do again. I think we will get an Illuminations like 50 or uh illuminations forever or something yeah it's not we'll gonna get be something like it won't be this, yeah it's not gonna be reflections of earth i think we will get a a new iterations of illuminations and since it closed in 2019 
Next year is going to be five years. And we can say, we took it away for five years, and now we're bringing it back because it guessed in the Coming out of the vault. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that long, but I mean, it's been five years, which is crazy to think. Cause, it's been a minute. I mean, I remember the last time we watched it, and it was... I mean, come on. Tell me you don't get goosebumps when they do the... The song is great. The song yeah. and the whole... The music cues Like with the are torches great. that yes, they the, extinguish. The cues are great. Oh, we knew what you meant. <laughs> yes, I, I think... I think Epcot Forever is going to be like just a little band-aid for a year. And I like Epcot Forever a Me lot. Too. But um, Except for the last part. Yeah, except for the very end. But I I think they'll I think they got to rely on nostalgia here and they'll bring something back, maybe without the globe, but I think same music. That's my prediction. Mark it down. I do think with there there's an opportunity with those drones to do something that would not take up the middle of that presentation area i mean have you seen some of the shows that they've japan. done oh japan? the freaking oh my paris God. one is awesome the, the marvel one yes. i saw one that they did with pokemon in japan and it was incredible yeah why are they doing that here is it just like the space like is it like you, is it a united states thing like that we can't have like so. Why can't we have nice things? People would be blown away by that kind of thing. And you wouldn't have to do anything with the middle of the lake during the day. Come out. I mean, even, I know, like, we've made fun of this, but even, like, the kite tail stuff, at least it was temporary. It came out. It was, it was, it made a splash and then it was out. I wonder if there's concern. I'm trying to think of, I don't know the logistics of, you would have to fly them over people. I wonder if that's a concern. No, you wouldn't. Where would they launch from? You could do it. I mean, where did the globe come from? You'd, you'd go over to Africa. You. But at some point, they have to cross over people. No. Couldn't you launch them from behind the theater, the stage? I don't know. I don't know. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You could have like they have like a little dock. I think there's back yeah, there. like I don't know how much room they need, but like yeah, I don't. You yeah. could you could just close the drawbridge every night and launch them off the drawbridge in Af- in the African outpost. Like, just close that as a walkway yeah. and say, wherever you are at Illuminations, you have to stay there. And then yeah, they I'm launch sorry. them up that way. I'm thinking that's a concern, though. Oh, oh I'm sure. I think that's I'm sure it's a concern, but whether or not that's a insurmountable do you, concern. Do you remember how they did it in Disney Springs? No. And they did that no, Christmas? I think, they, I think it was... Wasn't on the bridge, though? I think it was. Like I think it came over from somewhere in Saratoga or Old Key West, like, or the parking lot over there. Um, <clears throat> is this a dumb question? Could they not bring it out on like a barge, like a flat Pop, boat, and right. then just do it from the water? Correct. Like, I wouldn't know. Couldn't why they not. just have a guy? Like, I don't know how many. I don't know how many. Yeah, how I don't big. either. I just. I. They. I mean. We need a drone expert on. Yeah, we yeah, need. We, just, a, we need a. We need a drone expert. That's that's correct. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Well, that's that's good. I mean, I I really really hated that sight line that. Uh, that has been a, it's been a thorn, thorn in, my, in side. my side. And I love Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> it just, I mean, if you can't see Spaceship Earth from America, no, it's what's a, the it's point? a waste. It's a waste of something that they had that was valuable and they ruined it. And now they're going back. So credit to them for recognizing the air. I, I, I just Googled how many drones are using this show? And so there's things that say, um, Typically, it's about 150 to 200. Dang, that's it's a, a sweet lot. spot. That's a lot, a lot of drones. That is a yeah. lot of drones. On just like a flat barge. But if you could like bring out a barge, I mean, they, they lit all those fireworks off of a barge. That was. 
from the water. Yeah, if you had like five platform barges yes, that right. you brought yeah. out and you launched like thirty from each of them, whatever. And you could almost you could almost anchor them or dock them. Don't even use the Africa thing. Just bring them like you have one in Mexico and one in yeah Germany and one, and one behind one the stage in, in America. Right? And, yeah, you could you could have like twenty interaction a couple and, dozen on each of those. Yeah. Disney, you know. Come on, we're, we're hit us up, hit us up. Yeah, we can brainstorm all you want. <laughs> yes. We'll do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> Just put our faces in the drones at the very end of the show, like credits. Um, and last one. So we got an official opening for Tron Light Cycle Run at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> April 4th, 2023. So a lot of beginning of April. Um, which is weird because this is, is this right before Easter? Yes, it's a week before Easter. Oy vey. I know, that's um, going to be nutsy. <laughs> yeah, so we, ha we have the official date. They're going to um, be offering previews to annual pass holders, DVC members, and other select groups, including D23 and Club 33. Mm. So they did a whole um, like um, social media, I guess, campaign with this of, Guessing the dates. And <laughs> it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I appreciated the effort. I don't know yeah, how... Yeah, it seems... It, yeah, it, it I got, mean, it was at least a little creative. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... I'm excited. Is, I'm excited for this. <laughs> Good. Are you with us? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Tron Light Cycle. Do you, where do you think... Where If you had to say right now, do you think better than Guardians? No. No, I don't think it'll be better than Guardians. No, I don't. But I'm, I'm, I think it's top three rides in Walt Disney World. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I think that's not out of the realm of possibility for me. Okay. This to me, in my mind, oh god, I feel oh, like I, I know. I feel like I know what you're gonna say. Oh no. It's Midway Mania to Slinky Dog Dash. I and Guardians were, is Midway Mania for me. I and know. Tron I, is Slinky Dog now. You I thought not, you were gonna say that it was it, it's a kid to it's, Slinky Dog. Yeah, it's a little too outside for me. Mm. It's it's a little too it's a little too exposed. I do think that there's gonna be a vast difference between if you ride it during the day versus ride. Yeah, it I at do want to ride it at night for sure. I think it'll be much different. I don't think it'll be nearly as thrilling as say like. Um, Space Mountain 2.0 or whatever they call that. Oh, um, the one in Paris? Yeah, the one in Paris, um, which is awesome. See, I think I'm expecting this to be the intensity level of Rock and Roller Coaster, and I don't think it's going oh, to be. Oh, no, no way. No, it's not going no to way. be. No way. That's a shame. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have a launch like Like, you might have some, like, bigger hills. But there's no inversions or anything. like. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't expecting it. Like speed, you were thinking more speed-wise. Speed okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm ex I'm not not excited to ride it, but I'm just thinking I'm I I'll I'll be interested to reevaluate like my top three rides. After Wait, this. so you're saying it'll be the equivalent of Slink? I'm I'm saying in my mind, <laughs> Guardians is right now the best ride in Disney World. Yes, don't disagree. And in my mind, I don't think this is gonna usurp that. Um, and I think overall, if you took me to Toy Story Land and you said, what ride do you want to get on? I would pick Midway Mania over Slinky Dog any day of the week, any time of the week. Slinky Dog is just a more open, like there's less mystery about it. What's awesome about Guardians? You have no idea what it's like inside until you get on it. You, it is, even when you get on it, you might not even know what it's like inside. <laughs> um, it's very like, I, I, I mean... The fact that how many times have we seen 
oh, Tron Light Cycle's doing testing, they're running it. Like, you can see the people on the ride. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it that's terrible and it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be really fun. But it's just, uh, like, there's something to be said about an enclosed ride where you can't see it from the outside. There's a mystery about oh, it. Even okay. Space Mountain. Like, Space Mountain's cool because you don't know what it's like until you ride it. Mm-hmm. and Because it's enclosed. And, like, you know, same with Expedition Everest. There's so much in the mountain that you can't really tell what it's like. And I like that. That's a lot of the mystery and the theme. I follow. Yeah. I do think that, now I don't know what, I'm not ready to judge on the ride, obviously, since I haven't ridden it yet, but one of the best things about Tron Light Cycle is going to be that other people want to ride it. And it will take people away from it. Oh, you think? Okay. I mean, like, like, if you wanted to go to Galaxy's Edge or something like that, pull people away. I mean, true. However, I think it's going to be a virtual queue. So I think... I think That's by true. the nature of like, okay, if you want to dedicate like on Monday, we're all getting on Tron. That means we're all going to have passes to the Magic Kingdom. So true. That'll lighten the load on Galaxy's Edge for sure. But I think it's going to be a lot like Epcot now that like, okay, we'll try to get a pass first thing in the morning and then we're going to go somewhere else in the afternoon. Yeah. I think they have to, especially with the opening date around Easter. There's no way they're going to let that be a standby line the week of Easter. No, There's that looks a terrible. 0% chance of them letting that get up to six hours or something. <laughs> no, the, the last time we saw that, it, which would have been both um, when Flight of Passage opened and similarly <clears throat> before that when um, the Frozen ride oh, opened yeah, at Epcot, it's horrible. where the day of... You just saw those just massive, massive lines. I don't think we will see that again because it just looks the news so outlets bad. love that. Oh, oh they yeah, love they it. Do. They love and it. They don't six for, hour waits. It's just so for like for whatever it's, reason they don't care as much about like family from Tacoma doesn't get on. That's from Denver Tron. Right? or Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, I was thinking it was yeah. I was, Anyway, but they don't care that the person didn't get a pass, but they do care when it's like a six-hour It's just bad for optics. I mean, RIP to those poor cast members, too. That is awful. One of our friends was one of the cast members during the Frozen debacle, and that was in the middle of summer. That's when people were, like, fainting. Yes, it was July or something. They were handing out free water. Yeah, it was free water. Can you believe it? Um, So, wait, so to that point of uh, cues and stuff, you read, right? You sent me the article or the... The thing, the news of they're potentially using lockers. Oh yeah, you're gonna have to use locker. So what is so? How does? How have do you, you ever done it for Cali River no. Rapids? Oh oh yeah. Yeah. So you you use I believe it's your magic band, right? But did you did you read what it said? It'd be like halfway through the queue. Oh really? Yeah. No, that's interesting. How are you going to access it again, then? You know what would be a good idea is if they could have it halfway through the queue and the queue would go on this side, and then when you're coming out, it'd be on the other side, you can just get it from the other side. Right, that's what that's what I was wondering, is well, that just seems like a cluster. I know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem, um, like, logical. Oh, we'll see. But you know what? I mean, Universal does that for a lot of their rides right now. Like, um, if you ride the uh, Forbidden Journey, which is in the Hogwarts Castle... Man, that is a mess. They have those. They have those lockers in the middle of the exited gift shop, which is just. I'm telling you, it's like um, Gideon's. It's like Gideon's with 500 people in it trying to get to their lockers, and the other half people trying to buy green scarves. Like it is 
so crowded in there. Do you remember one of the first times we went to Universal and it was like near the end of our day and we went to ride the Men in Black ride? I was so mad. And, so mad. And we waited like a half hour and we got to the front. They're like, no, you have to put, we had like a backpack. And they're like, you have to put your backpack in a locker. And we're like, oh, okay. They're like, no, you would have had to do that at the beginning of the ride. And I'm like, well, no one said anything to us. We and didn't they were know. Like, get out. They're like, tough, just get out. And we were like, what the hell? And we just left I Universal. Was so, I was wow. so mad. We never rode Men in Black either because of that. And that's like a buzz light your ride like why do i why can't i have a backpack it doesn't go upside down and you're not like strapped in like you will be in tron yeah i'm not gonna be flinging it around at the alien freaking <laughs> uh pop-up things well the concern with tron is it goes over guests. people right yeah. yeah i get that i eat the drones yeah, but you know what? Like, people are still going to have their phones in their pockets. Well, that's what they said. The article said... No, but it said about... Um, they're putting it halfway through the queue because people could have their phones for at least some of the, the time. There's no way they're going to get people to I, get I don't their know. phones. I, There's zero percent. I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that's... What about play Disney? I want to play Disney or I'm in line. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying to play I'm Disney. I'm trying to get my genius selection. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm dying to play really? Disney. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, I forgot I sent you that. That's right. Um, Scott, I thought you were going to say what you were most excited about would be the soundtrack. I mean, I I, I think the music's going to be awesome. Is it Daft Punk? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Daft Punk. It's, it's going to be. Yeah, that, that's, that's going to be fun. Awesome. That's like, as far as I'm concerned, that soundtrack is the only saving grace of Tron Legacy. Did you guys, did anyone see the movie Tron Legacy? I have, yeah. Yes. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's it's, it's like there. it's it's like your standard dumb science fiction affair. But the but <laughs> it is. I mean it's not like You're great. You're really selling it. It's not great. It's not a great movie. It's it, but like it and it's not groundbreaking like the first one was and it's just like it's fine. But the music is banging. That's a soundtrack, man. I know I'm always tempted to buy it on vinyl. When I see it. Live your dreams. I know. Wow. Well, that was a lot of discussion. So, and, uh, yeah, um, and just the other day, Friday, um, as you listen to this, uh, Festival of the Arts kicked off at Epcot. Oh, yeah? So, did you guys take a look at the menu or anything? Yes, I, I did, did I, because I, you told me to do that ahead of this episode. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I watched a couple videos of people reviewing things on well, uh, YouTube last night. So. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, Matt, we'll start with you since you're always the best prepared. Like, what what was your thing you were looking forward to the most? I think that you're um, being facetious, but I actually did prepare. Um, there is a new um, booth called Ma Moderna. Ma I mean, it's Moderna. Moderna has a booth. It's, Pfizer does too. Yeah, it's all uh, it's they all just vaccines. Shoot the COVID right into your mouth. Oh God. Um, it's M-O-D-E-R-N-E. -E. I mean, like, is it just... Modern. Modern. But, um, the one that's got me, it got my ears perked up. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say here. Angry Crab. It's a whole crispy soft-shell crab with green papaya salad, mango sriracha fluid gel, and coconut lime foam with pomegranate and mango crushed pearls. Um... I know that's definitely not for everyone. I love soft shell crab, um, and it just sounds interesting. And this, this, this can I ask a real quick question? Soft uh, shell crab is that the one you eat the whole crab? Eat the whole damn the shells and all. Yeah, eat the eat whole the damn bones. things. I think I ate the bones. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, and this is the this is the festival 
where you get more of the niche, um, interesting food items. Um, it's, it's, uh, good for people with a adventurous palate and I'm interested in this. This is, um, the donut box or the donut. Oh, that's oh. where this is. I would not is. have thought that. My yes. Bairn. Yes. <laughs> um, I did see this in the video that I watched last night. It did look good. It got high marks. I've never eaten a soft shell crab and it scares me. Really? But I would eat it. I want to try it. Are you sure, Rob? Yes. 100%. I've had them fried in, um, what's that like when they, uh, cover, a. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? J Japanese, they put the bread in. Tempura? Tempura. Yeah, that's tempura. That's it. That's soft shell. It's, Really? That's in front of creation. I think they have test track incorrectly shown okay. there. Okay, whatever you say. It's it, it was the unless they moved the the box. The, the box. Oh, there's another box. There's a popcorn box out in front that looks exactly like the donut box. And it's it's like I would have to go back, but I'm okay. almost positive it was where huh. Yeah. Rob, I feel like yeah. nearly every time I go to kimonos and get sushi, I end up getting a soft shell crab roll. Okay. Um and uh if we're there together, I'll let you have one of the Oh I'll, I'll get I'll I mean I'm sure I'll like it. I love crab, so Well there you go. It it's just weird like I feel like I'm gonna I, it's just a mental thing of I feel like I'm gonna bite into like a shell yeah. i don't know it's well you are you eat the bones but but is it's like fried so it's not like it's crunchy yeah it's it's like fried i don't i do not know the biological implication <laughs> for a crab's carapace and why you were able to eat it or how they cook it so that it is still hard but but still soft enough that you can chew it and digest it I've never looked into it, but it's fine. Right. So, uh, I'll, so the thing I uh, I found interesting, um, this is right, my, and it's actually a dessert, which is typically not what I go for. But the hummingbird cake mm -hmm. in uh, yeah, the artist table, which is America, it's the so their description is banana cake with pineapple, coconut, pecans, and cream cheese frosting with banana sorbet. That sounds so good. Have you ever had Shea Farts? I did not. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, that, they're known for that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very... I you said Shea Farts. I did. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, she did. Oh. <laughs> I know my hearing's bad, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, I had that on my list, too, Scott. Anything? Well, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't call attention to the fact that they have the sipping chocolate... Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. At the that. artist's table. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my general, and, and there's a couple things on here. For one thing, they have the carne asada again yeah. and uh, the hungry artist. But my my take of this overall offering is the dessert items here are second to none. Like, I would love to do a dessert tour, tour mm -hmm. but I would want to have something first, you know, because obviously going dessert only is... Risky. It's risky. Mm -hmm. So I might I might consider eating a meal someplace, like a light meal, and then doing a dessert tour around this. That that's what I thought from all of the offerings here, because there's just a lot of really interesting I think it right it, the fact that they're all artisanal or artistic in yeah. nature, I guess desserts lend itself probably yeah. more so to being adventurous. Well, or if you food. need a savory item, boy, do I have well, something for you. Okay. The mozzarella frita <laughs> in 
the booth previously known as Italy, is just a flash fried breaded mozzarella with condiments. And it's, it looks so it's good. It's very pretty. It's yeah. like a mozzarella cake in a palette. So what is So the, definitely pesto we've yeah. got here. And then that almost looks like maybe like a blush sauce or something. It's tomato based, based on the based on the color. And then I'm thinking a balsamic. Oh, yeah. And then I don't know. That could be like an aioli, just like a like a spice. Maybe a red pepper or something. Oh yeah. That looks so good. I I will be getting that. Um and then did you see this rainbow cake yes. with the the Skittles on top? No. Uh, M&M's, I believe. No, Skittles. they're Skittles. Oh, there's an M&M uh, dessert, too. Sorry. Yeah, it's flash-fried. Freeze-dried. Freeze-dried, not flash-fried. Uh, big difference. Um, yeah, that looks really good. And shockingly, like, um, kind of cheap. Like, base four seventy five for that bad. big slice of cake? Heck, yeah. You think um, the portion will be that? Yeah, I do. I'm getting it. Okay. I I will tell you. I love Skittles and Starburst, so I. They also that. had a smooth, a grape smoothie. I with did the see that. The, the it said non-alcoholic, but I'm still on board for that. Yeah. I love grape. These um, are all Figment's inspiration stations. So where where is that? That the Figment. Oh, where is that? It's in the Odyssey. Oh. Yeah. I did see the sign. Now that you say that. I was going to say that one of the things that I was critical about and that I've talked about on this podcast, the, the last two um, festivals at Epcot, is when it comes to beer choices, I year-round gravitate towards um, stouts and porters. And um, as far as the offerings for uh, this festival, there are a ton. Mm -hmm. um, at Deco Delights, they have the... Um, and this is a returning one. They have a Neapolitan beer flight where there is a vanilla porter, a strawberry blonde nitro, and a chocolate milk stout. So that's your vanilla strawberry chocolate. Also at that Deco Delights, they have an espresso martini, which is new this year. Mm -mm -mm. Um, there was, I feel like there was also a couple other places that had some uh, stouts or porters that I saw. So I was really into that. Um, there was a freaking dessert in America that I didn't see a picture of the mocha funnel cake, mini oh, yeah. funnel cake with cappuccino ice cream topped with chocolate whipped cream and M&Ms. Yo, that does sound really good. That's, Yo, that, that's at the funnel cake stand. Yeah. Yeah. I know the picture of it. Yeah. That, oh man, that does. I haven't uh, seen a picture. I'm just going based on the, uh, oh, it, it looks Oh crap! I'm looking at it now. <laughs> oh my Look at gosh, that. that looks like the gray stuff, kind of. It yeah, does. Gray yeah. Stuff and I like the it. fact that it's not the giant funnel, funnel cake. cake. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I don't. I don't know if I've ever had a funnel cake, like a full size plated funnel cake, where by the end of it, I was like, "This is too much." <laughs> I always just steal some off of somebody that got yeah, one. Yeah, that's. Do you see the refreshment port offering? I gnocchi poutine with red that. wine. Braised beef, cheese curds, basil, and burrata. I think I got that last year, and Did I you? love it. Gnocchi is one of my absolute favorite foods. That sounds like a and nap waiting. Oh, it does. Also, it's huge too. Did I'm you sure. see the um, the drinks for there? The blueberry, lemon, and lavender hard seltzer. Like, I feel like we got a lot of ciders, and obviously there's a lot of beers, but they hadn't really gotten into the seltzer game, and I'm all for that because I love a seltzer. Easy to drink, very light. Mm -hmm. We love a seltzer here. 
Um, there's a new item in Japan that I'm uh, uh, intrigued by. It's their Rainbow Katsu Sando. It's a pork cutlet sandwich with tangy tonkatsu sauce, which I had to Google. It's it's similar to like Worcestershire. And cabbage in a rainbow sweetbread. That sounds really freaking good. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. I, I saw a review of that last evening, and it was pretty good. Interesting. So from, what do you suppose this means? It says annual pass holder exclusive at Joffrey's location. Frozen little spark. Frozen lemonade, a splash of Minute Maid premium lemonade, black raspberry syrup, orange popping boba pearls with a splash of Grey Goose vodka. Do you have to show an annual pass? Yeah, I guess. Ooh. Oh, that's crazy. I like that. That's yeah. a good topping it off. Yeah, if get, yeah, if you guys want to grab that one. Yeah, I should. Oh, I found the other... Um, Stout and uh, that's at the Craftsman's Courtyard. That's where they have the Beef Wellington. Oh, that looks good too. Um, the this is new. It's Brewdog Jet Black Heart Nitro Oatmeal Stout. Um, I do like an oatmeal stout. Also at that location, which is not new, um, is a um, cold fashioned coffee cocktail. Oh. So that's it. Doesn't say what's in it. I'm assuming. I feel like most cold brew cocktails are are vodka based. If but yeah. so, does anybody want to? Um, put any bets on how many things Matt gets when we go down. Like, will he have maybe fish and chips and then not eat anything from the festival next weekend? Is oh, no, I'll it? get some beers. I'll I'll get some I will absolutely get the uh, beer flight and I'll probably get the oatmeal stout as well. I'm, I'm. I just meant like food. Like I meant anything really. Oh, <laughs> yeah, gonna... I didn't mean drinking. I will get the the um. I will get the. Um, pork sandwich from Japan, and I will likely then walk, and it's right next door to America. I'll likely get that. Uh, um, okay. Hold into okay. it, Catherine. You guys heard? I just wanted it to be out there. Um, we'll quiz you about it the next time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um, there was something else I saw. What was it? It was new. Oh, the um, the pop eats the grilled cheese with the fried green tomato and the pimento cheese soup. Mm. Woo! I wish you could just buy the sandwich without. So I heard the soup wasn't too good. Oh really? I love but, pimento. But uh, the I would be into the just getting the sandwich. And it sounds like they've gotten the uh, popcorn bucket like issue <laughs> under control. Oh, that well, isn't it a virtual thing, kind of like the Toad one was earlier, last or later last year? Because the problem with Pop Eats last year is no one could go there because everyone was in line for Figment. So if you wanted a grilled cheese sandwich, you had to wait in a five-hour line. But but also, I, I would think it being the second year, the crazy yeah. it's that doesn't have the the demand. People running to put them on eBay and stuff. So yeah. maybe. I would think by now they would have just learned that you do an independent stand for that. Yeah, yeah, I a mean, separate or a I, separate I mean, I line. think I think they yeah. do that now, but and they should have picked a different character. Like, do a Dream Finder bucket. Why are we doing the same thing? Like, it's exactly the same. Sure, that is. takes the the specialness out of it. I think at least people love that charming little figment. New, <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? I had a. I had another thing, but what was it? Now I can't remember what it was, so... And another gone. thing. And another thing. Um, any last calls? Anything? No. 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 <laughs> All right, well, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. 
If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.